Oh, to her joy indeed. Oh, it's all about relationships. If you can get her home delivered, even better. I mean, geez, how good's that? We've got Wayne in the building, mate. Uh, of course, I see the expression on your face every time I speak, and I think, yeah, we're in for an hour. Uh, <laughs> will so you I'm survive? I'm counting them down. I'm counting them down. <laughs> mate, we love our relationships, whether they be, you know, um, oh, boy meets girl, girl meets girl, boy meets... Well, who cares, right? Love is uh, love. Love is love. Say. Oh, yeah, all that's... Well, within reason. Mm. Yeah, there are some limits. Yeah, um, we won't yeah. go there tonight, but... <laughs> Tonight we will talk about all sorts of goodies in the old relationship uh, field, and uh, and I see you've typed things out today. So I'm thinking I'm a bit concerned. Um, to be honest, this looks like so heavy preparation. Be. We're getting um, heavy. We are. So uh, what would you like to uh, talk about on tonight's show, mate? Well, I mentioned in the previous show mm-hmm. about a book I came across. I love secondhand books because okay. you're cheap and you can buy a bucket load for a handful of cash or cards nowadays. <laughs> and... I like buying books. I like learning stuff. And one I came across was mm-hmm. a branch of psychology that was started, I think, in the 50s called transactional analysis. Okay. I thought it was electrotherapy. Different thing? Okay. Just, just a little. Just, just a little. Yeah. Similar result, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. And I read this particular one, and it's a very technical book. All right. So it's all diagrams and this person okay. interacting with that person and all. And it's basically when you're talking to someone, they call that a transaction. You've got a transaction sure. of energies, emotions. Makes sense. And all of this sort of thing. So it's breaking down that interaction between you and the other person, which is usually your partner. And I found it fascinating. It took me a while to read it, even though it wasn't a very big book, mm. because it was so heavy. Because you've got to get your head around. Right, but it did. The... It had big letters and, and drawings as well. That's so it. it, was helpful. it had lots yeah. of drawings, so I managed to get there. <laughs> and <laughs> with everything that I learn, and I'm, mm. I encourage everyone to do the same, is when you learn anything, you hear it, mm. you read it watch it, whatever, see if it fits in with you and your journey. So true. So everything I've read, Mm. I've read some things like attracting your partner using crystals. Okay. Which for the most part was a hilarious book. I laughed lots. (laughs) It sounds like something, I don't know, hanging out the front of a strip joint, but okay. Really? Just me. Mm. Right. So, But there was a little (laughs) nugget in there that I went, that's actually good. I jest, right? But the fact of the matter is, no matter what, when you're looking for information, right? Mm. Um, and you're open to it, you find it in all sorts of places. Absolutely. So, yeah. Grab Absolutely. a bit of positive out of everything you uh, you encounter in life. Yeah. So and I read this book, and even though it was a little bit heavy to read, mm-hmm. I got to the end and I thought, you know what? I, that feels like it's something that, for me, would be part of a relationship. Okay. Because I could see myself in parts of it. I could see other people in parts of it. And it sort of helped me make sense of things. Okay. So that's what I wanted to explore tonight. So it basically goes like this. Mm-hmm. When you're born, you obviously come in, you don't have any real ideas, themes or anything like that, desires, wants, other than to be fed, clothed, all that sort of stuff. Natural stuff, yeah. Now, as you grow, you start off obviously as a child. Mm -hmm. Now, if you had to describe a child, how would you describe them? Oh, like a small adult. <laughs> no, it's generally no, I, I, words like fun, exactly, curious, exactly, yeah, innocent, spontaneous, yeah, innocent, yeah. all of these sorts of things. So you start off with this energy, this identity mm. of a child. Sure. Now, being a child is a fun thing. However, as you're growing, you're yeah. surrounded by big people. Yes. And these big people say to you things <laughs> like, leave the cat alone, don't put the spoon inside the power socket. Well, some no, of the, it's good no the toast doesn't go in the DVD <laughs> player. So 
they give you how to uh, exist in the world safely. They tell you your yeah. boundaries and everything like that. Makes sense. So that's also another identity you take on. Mm. So as you're growing, depending on the level of interaction and the quality of that interaction, yep. your parent will grow within you. Okay, okay. All right. I'm with that. Now, you also develop a third person called your adult. Right. And this at times is a mediator between your parent and your child. Right. And it's also the one that allows you to operate within the world. Okay, okay. That's the one that makes you pay taxes, right? Exactly. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, the fun one. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love our taxes. Don't we? So what it is is within every person, mm. we have these three identities. Okay. All right. Now, if you're in balance, each of those has a voice. Sure. So there's a, a time when you're a child and you're fun and you're spontaneous mm. and you're enjoying an interaction with someone. There's times when you're a parent, okay, which means you're sensible, sure. you uh, weigh things up and see if they're worth doing. Okay. And then there's the adult part of you that just deals with life. Sure. Because you know, sure. that's what you do as an adult. Now, if you're in balance, mm. you're a person that can cope with any sort of situation. Yep. If you're out of balance... Like your child never had a voice, okay. your your child will be out of balance. Or if your parent was overbearing okay. and they yeah, they sure. program you with a powerful mm. parent, you'll have lots of little voices in your head saying, you can't do that. Okay, okay. And gotcha. things like that. And then hopefully you've got an adult that's strong enough to balance between the two. Yeah, sure. Now, the fun thing, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> okay. When you meet someone, mm. they also bring their three. They do, and sometimes more. Yes. <laughs> and so now you now have six people in the interaction. Oh, it's getting very busy. It is. Yeah. And this is where it can either go wonderfully okay. or the wheels can fall off quite dramatically. Okay. All right. So if they also have their parent, their child, and their adult imbalance, mm. then you can have a relationship that works. And Makes it works sense. like this. Imagine, for example, my wife's had a crappy day at work. Sure. She comes home and she's in her child. She's all emotional. She's like, oh, my God, I've had enough. I can't take it. So what I do mm. is I step into my parent and I go, tell me about your day. Okay. It's okay. You're going to be okay. And so I nurture her. I allow her to get everything out. Sure. And then at the end of it, she's like, thanks for that. And then we get on with the day okay. or the night or whatever. <clears throat> then the next day I come home from work and I go, oh, what a shit of a day. And then she steps into the parent. I step into my child and sure. I have a big whinge and a moan and everything. She goes, it's okay. You know, it's a good thing you didn't punch the boss in the head. So that's what you call imbalance. Sure. Okay. The problem is sometimes you'll get some person, some people will be stuck in their child. Yes. And we've all met them. We certainly have. And the problem with people that are stuck in their child is mm. they can't take responsibility. Oh, so true, so they, true. They tend to love making disasters and expecting everyone to run after them. Yep. Like a child would. Absolutely. And somebody else to come up and uh, do the cleanup. Yes. And you mentioned this in one of our earlier shows where you used to be a rescuer. Oh, we used to be. Let's just, yes, let's exactly. Do you like that I made that. sure I like that. that? Yeah, exactly. I appreciate used that. used to be. <laughs> so... If someone is stuck in their parent, they yep. will be the rescuer. So they'll always be cleaning up after the child. Sure. And that's not a healthy relationship because no. the child doesn't get to sit in their parent or their adult and take responsibility. Okay. All okay. right. They're just like creating mayhem. And the parent, 
the person that's stuck in their parent doesn't get a chance to sit in their child and have fun and yeah. relax and, and you need out. that balance, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I make sort of a light of it all the time, but I, I you know, it's, I do a lot of things that are not age appropriate for a man of my age. But I think that I think that that keeps life fresh. Do you well, know what I mean? The, the, well, that's just your inner child saying, "Hey, let's have fun. This, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. too serious at the moment. Let's just." Yeah, create some I mean, pandemonium. Look, yeah, look, uh, ball pits are not just for children. I'm just saying. Exactly. Right? I've always wanted to build an adult-sized playground thingy. Oh, really? No, oh, no, yeah. no. What you do is just have kids and you just go and do it. I already I did care. that. You yes. get, you get kicked off some of the stuff, though. Oh, yeah. You know, you know. you're too big for that. Get off. Oh, yeah, just, right. I can outrun the teenagers. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Outweigh them, too. <laughs> exactly. Oh, give them a push. Mm. <laughs> so once we're in our adult form, sure. so body-wise, the child is the one where we, we have fun. Mm. And usually what's good is both you and your partner in the child at the same time. Of course. So you're out having fun, enjoying mm. each other's company. It's where you connect, you find each other's spark of life. Sure. All right. Then there's times when you're the parent, mm -hmm. which means you've got to sit down and deal with the day-to-day -day stuff. Who's going to pick the kids up? Who's going okay. to do this? And then you've got the adult, which is a sensible one. You plan, plan, sits down and plans the long-term stuff. To me, there seems to be a bit of crossover, and, and if you can clarify for me, sure. it would be awesome, between parent and adult. So parent tends to be... First of all, predominantly the voice in your head given to you from your parents. Gotcha, okay. So a lot of people, when they go and do counselling or mm. therapy or something like that, they have to sit down and find out where that voice originated. Mm -hmm. And it could be, say, for example, as a two-year-old, mm. you're wobbling around the house, you still haven't quite got running down pat, and you knock over mum's favourite vase and you smash it. Sure. She goes, you idiot, you're so clumsy. Mm -hmm. And then a while later, you bump something else. Oh, you're so clumsy. And she says it enough times, then you start to believe that. Gotcha. All right. And that could be you're stupid, you're useless, you'll never amount to anything. You're, Any you're not answers. as good as your brother or your sister. All of that rubbish. Sure. So a lot of the time, people have to go back to their pro programming for their parents okay. and rewire that. They've got to confront the issue, mm -hmm. deal with it put responsibility where it lies, okay. whatever, and then they can move on from it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Whereas the adult is more of the... The long-term planner. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. It's right. a, you know, which house are we going to buy? You know, where do the kids go to school? What all job do we so. do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's all that sort of long-term sensible stuff. Sure. As okay. adults do. Okay. Now... Uh, as I said, if you're stuck in the parent-child, that's that's mm -hmm. not a good one. No, not at all. And also, if you're both stuck in your child, mm -hmm. not good because then no one's taking responsibility. Uh, look, do you know what? They're the three-month relationships. They rock, um, but for three for, months. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, And then they end spectacularly. Exactly, exactly. But I think that sometimes in life, okay, I mean, I've had a few of those, I'm not going to lie, mm. And but and but I know going in, okay, I go to myself, right, this is what this is. And, and, you know, you don't pretend it's anything else. You exactly. go, you live that moment, and you both have an absolute ball, and then everybody leaves, and you know, everyone's happy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and that can be a good thing. Mm. I think it's Like you said, sometimes. as long as you're aware of the ground rules, because yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. end up with someone who's really angry and bitter because suddenly you've dumped them because the fun stopped. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, and, and that is a really important thing. You don't want to be stuck with a, a stage five clinger. Right, absolutely. You know, it, 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 when you come in, you both got to know the rules. Well, by the way, you say stage five, is this they're just a different stage? <laughs> oh, they're uh, totally different. Stages. Oh, really? We'll have oh, to explore well, yeah, that okay. one. <laughs> 
Oh dear. I mean, have you ever watched Basic Instinct? I mean, come on. Hang on. Was no, it was no Fatal Attraction. Sorry, wrong movie. That, Jeez, that was a long time what was ago. The, who was the bunny boiler? Um, that was fatal. Ooh. Yeah, I think it was fatal attraction. I think, oh, but Glenn just, Close and Michael mm, that's Douglas. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just remade it, just so you know. Oh God! Yeah, the guy from um, Dawson's Crook is in it. Um, oh, old uh, Casey or I know, never watched Dawson's Creek. So oh, yeah, well, I went through a Katie Holmes phase. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. 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 All right, mate. But okay, back to being an adult. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, look, I, I think it's um, there's a lot of uh, it's a very interesting concept what you're saying there because mm. putting the, those kind of labels and I sort of hate the term labels, but it does kind of work mm. um, for those things is not something I never I would have ever rather thought of. Yeah, okay. Interesting, yeah. interesting. And, and of course, if you're both caught in your parent, well, yep. then you're always nitpicking each oh, other and it's just yeah. hot. I think that's what my second marriage was. We gotcha. were both the two parents trying to tell each other what to do and it just doesn't work. No, doesn't no, work. no, no. It's like anything in life. It needs balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. No? So, yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something. Oh, no, no. I, yeah, I, he, he freaks out a little bit because he saw me going for the mouse thinking, oh, hang on, we're going for an ad. No, we're not, mate. It's all right. It's okay. I'm just stretching out. It's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit early. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's, geez, it's a bit premature. Nothing. Only, only in this, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Okay. So, now... In a healthy relationship, mm -hmm. like I said, if you're both in your parent, you're sitting down, you're planning your day, your week, who's sure. taking care of what, you know, who's going to do dinner. And and that's good because then you're both contributing to the running of the household sure. or, you know, whatever it is that you're running. Mm. And you both feel that you're putting input. You both feel that you've got worth, you've got value, you're appreciated. Yep. And then you go off and you do your thing and... And then that's it. And then you sit down as an, an adult in your in, uh, adult energy and you, you plan all your life, you know, or right, we've got to buy a house soon. Where are we going to buy? Where are yep, we going to rent? What car? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's where if you can sit in them when they're needed, you end up with, with a healthier relationship of rather course. than being stuck in one. And also, look, again, I make jest about it, but the, the reality is some of these things, if you do avoid them, you just make them bigger. So be the adult, be the parent, get these things organized. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it has to be done. All right, mate, now we'll take that break. What do you think? Are you ready? Go for it. Oh, what have you got away. lined up? I thought a bit of Ice House. Okay, I love a bit Ooh. of Ice House. A bit of Electric Blue. It's Edge Radio Australia. It's all about relationships. Malibu, it's Edge Radio Australia. We're doing the uh, wonderful show. It's all about relationships. Wayne's going to tell us pretty much, you know, what I do wrong. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. You're getting better. I am getting better. Slowly, slowly. You know, it's a work in progress. I've got that song. I should play that. <laughs> all right, mate. Now, you were uh, firing through some really interesting stuff, actually, or, um, before about the different, the, the three little, you know, little boxes we can put ourselves in. Mm -hmm. So being the child, the parent, and the adult. Very good. I'm glad you remembered oh, look, it's been, Classes are paying off. It's been about seven minutes. <laughs> That's about all I've got. <laughs> Another minute you would have been oh, stuffed. completely shot. I have a bit of a bit of a goldfish. Oh, what a lovely rock. Oh, That's it. what a lovely rock. Um, <laughs> so let's fire back into it, mate. It, um, yeah, tell us a little bit more. Okay, so I touched on how it can sort of go wrong, mm. which is where you end up with... Someone stuck in the child, someone stuck in the parent. Sure. So you've got the old rescuing thing. Yep. And that's not healthy. No. Now, for 
a lot of people that are stuck in this, if you're listening to this and you happen to be in one of those relationships, yep. it can be challenging because if you're the parent, the one that's stuck in their parent, yeah. you have this habit of running after them. Ah. And not running after them is a hard one to resist. Okay. Because you're always tempted to pick up after them. Makes sense. All right. Okay. And so that big challenge is to not pick after the, up after them and to get them to take responsibility. Okay. Okay. All right. Which means, you know, like a child, you've got to teach them consequences. Absolutely. You know, if you're going to bash your brother with the toy, sure. these are going to be the consequences. Yep. So if you do it again, guess what? You're getting it again. Yep. So that can be really challenging because you're both stuck in those roles. Well, and also you're adults. So, I mean, the dynamic of it is it's hard to tell another adult what to do. Well, this is the sad thing. Mm. If you're raised without that sort of stuff being drummed into you, sure. taking responsibility, mm-hmm. cleaning up after yourself, etc., you're not going to naturally do that. All right. Now, the one thing that I always insist with kids, and I do this with our young nieces, I have four rules, one of which is always use your manners. Yeah. Man, it was such an important part of growing up. I don't understand why so many people just don't care about it. I don't get it. Exactly. So for me, it's simple. Yes, please. No, thank you. Can I? It's not that hard. It's not. The thing that frustrates me, though, is if I'm at the shops Mm -hmm. and someone will ask for something and I'm just standing there and it's like, and... And they go, oh, please, why am I reminding a bloody adult to use their manners? It's, and good on you for doing it, honestly, because people just don't. Bugs me. Bugs it, me. it really is irritating. It's such a simple thing. And, okay, it's one of those things that separates us from the old beasts, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, no, I think that a um, bit of decorum, some manners, it's, it's something we need to push back into society. And something certainly with my children growing up, uh, you know, that was something that I – and. If you do it properly, it just becomes natural and automatic, exactly. right? And that's how it should be. Yeah, and the, and the wonderful thing, I suppose, being one of the few that use manners, mm-hmm. is you tend to stand out more. Yeah, well, sadly. I know. But yes, it's, but it's, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I remember years ago with the second wife, we had um, some problems with uh, one of the major telecommunications companies. <laughs> I wonder which one. Yes, I know. Yeah. Three guesses in the first two <laughs> don't count. Anyway, she... 45 minutes she'd been on the phone getting more and more frustrated. Right. And I just went up to her and sit, took the phone off her and said, hey, go take a walk and calm down. Mm-hmm. Jumped on and using the manners, mm-hmm. said, oh, I understand, you know, you're doing the best you can. I was like, you know, this is what we're after. If you can help us, that'd be yeah. great, please. Okay. And this lady's like, oh, oh. yeah, sure, no. Five minutes done. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. absolutely. The old catch more flies with honey kind Damn of Damn straight. Right? Yeah, okay. The treating them with decency, using your manners. Yep. So those sorts of things, you're right, should be drummed into us mm, as children. I think so, yeah. So the problem, of course, is if that hasn't been drummed into us, by the time we get into an adult body, I won't say become an adult sure. because you know a lot of us are children trapped in adult bodies. <laughs> Once you get into an adult body, if it hasn't been drummed into you, you're not going to think of it, you're not going to realise the power of it, the relevance, and why it's so important to use manners. Yeah. Yeah, it's something we just see. Like, uh, look, I saw it yesterday. Okay, I'm in the old uh, Coles getting a couple of things, and the kid behind the counter. Okay, apart from the fact that I'm pretty sure that he had an IQ in his teens, um, I've just never seen anyone that like. Honestly, he he 
he needed a carer. He didn't need to be doing this, honestly. <laughs> but, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I've never come across somebody that dumb at a checkout before. Like, it was just insane. But also, yeah, the complete lack of social interaction and manners. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, I mean, it would have been much quicker to go. I don't go through the, the self-checkout, okay? Coles don't employ me. Exactly. Right? So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going through there, right? Unless I absolutely have to. So, I go through and I like to have the little conversation with someone. Hey, how you doing? And I genuinely... Want to know how they good, had a good day? Mm. This guy looked at me like I was some sort of freaking alien. Didn't understand it. Had to. I, I think he was trying to read the word "thank you." I don't know what was going on. And I just think, oh man, like what rock were you raised under, mate? Because, and it's sad. Yes. It's and it and uh, it is an absolute failure of the parents. As much as I'm teasing him for not being that bright. Okay. Quite Absolutely. frankly. No. No. Um, it's not fair to be laying all the blame on him. Yep. It's his parents' fault. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, and, and that's where a lot of parents, I know they're doing the best they can. I was one of those. Okay. I knew, though, that I could do better, and I had to. Sure. Because my first wife left when my boys were little, they mm. were one and three. Gotcha. I then had to really lift my game as a father. For sure. In order to push into them the mm. things I wanted them to understand and know and embody by the time they became adults. Of course. So it was very much, I was just saying to my wife, I think it was the other day about, I was out having ice cream with them when they were little and mm. the youngest was about three. And he said, oh, I need a spoon. And I went, well, off you go, go and ask them. <laughs> so off he goes and he toddles and he goes, oh, excuse me, can I have a spoon? And said, Thank you. Yep. And it came back and it's like, cool, there you go. But I wanted to drum that into him so that he could grow up to be an adult that can function. Absolutely. And if you aren't um, willing to do that, if you get up there and you go get that spoon, you are doing your child a very strong service, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they people need to have that that ability, that confidence to go up and do it at an early age. That is the way to instill it in someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I know we're going off on a little bit of a tangent. No, no, but here, I, more yeah. into parenting. Sure. It still applies, though. Of course, of course. Because what you're saying is absolutely true. It's the parents' responsibility, mm. a critical responsibility, to drum into a child the balance between being a child so yep. having fun and that's one of the challenges we have in this day and age so is true. letting kids just be kids oh. and also having them be responsible yeah be able to take accountability because the worst thing is when you say to someone did you do that no no it's i, I watched you we have footage of you doing no it wasn't no, me wasn't i didn't me. say that <laughs> shaggy disease um I, it just <laughs> Honestly, I think, again, when when I see uh, parents, and I'll be careful how I say this, because not because of, I, you know, I shut my mouth, but just being fair on people, right? Mm. Okay, I see where parents complain about their children and the fact that they've grown up to be, you know, go down this path or that path or, or have these characteristics. And I'm thinking, you, you caused this, okay? Mm. Like, you didn't actually act and teach them responsibility. And you are now... When I look at these children and who are now adults and young adults or even in their twenties or whatever, who are having so much relationship problems, that's because they haven't been given a foundation. Mm. You know, you're building you're building a house on clay. You yep. know, you're sliding all over the place. It's not fair. So, yeah, I think it's really important, and I think that uh, if we could instill manners in people right now, it would be a very positive thing. Oh, absolutely! I'd be all for that. Mm. So that nicely segues back to sure. this because that parent mm-hmm. that the parent is instilling in the child Mm -hmm. if they haven't been effective in doing that you know instilling a proper parent in their child's head 
yep. then that child is not going to understand things like no. accountability and, and all of this responsibility, consequences, yep. all of that, yep. which sadly a lot of kids, due to what we've been pushing on them, mm. nowadays struggle to do. Oh, so true. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, we've done them a disservice and, of course, their skills are going to be less for raising their kids and it's this self-perpetuating problem just it going is. slowly downhill. But if you look at relationships, and this is a bit of a, a slide sideways, but it's something I'd, I want your opinion on. Sure. Um, you see a lot of people now who are in their 20s who are struggling and cannot have relationships. And mm-hmm. cannot, when I say relationships, let's not even go that far. They can't interact. Mm. Right, so like I, when I speak to women who are between the ages of sort of twenty five to thirty five, so many of them are complaining and fair, absolutely mm-hmm. fairly uh, uh, good on them for this. Complaining that the men who come into their lives can't actually speak to them, yes, because they've lived in this 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 generation of everything's text, everything's this, everything's yep. on a yep. screen, absolutely. So. <clears throat> Uh, in the nicest possible way, I mean, the art of conversation has been killed. Um, and a guy, and on the flip side of that, a guy, is the, their negative side is that they don't know how to approach a woman. There's so many rules and regulations now about the way you interact. You've got to wear a body cam, for God's sake, when you meet somebody. Mm, absolutely. Um, it's, what a tough gig. What a, okay. well, I mean, what can we do? Okay, so you've opened up a, a lovely big can of I worms. I do this to you, yes. it, it is a good one, though, <laughs> because this is an important point to make. You've heard the old phrase of how do you boil a frog? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You do it super slow because if you just chuck them in hot water, the frog jumps out. If you make the change in the water temperature so incremental they don't notice, then by the time they notice, it's too late. Absolutely. So the thing that started this downhill slide for kids Mm. nowadays, television. Yeah. (laughs) In the 50s. Because at the same time, they came up with television dinners. Yeah, yes. Which means it moved the meal from the kitchen table where everyone sat and discussed their day and interacted and got to know each other to the television where you just turned your brain off and watched some mindless show. So you can sit there and watch programming. Exactly. And that's where it all started. Mm. And it became so that people regularly came home from work, watch television. They came home from school, they watch television. They get up in the morning on the weekends, they watch television. Yes. So television became something that distracted on our communication For abilities. Sure. Yep. And it's been that gradually eroded, we haven't noticed it. Mm-hmm. Then when technology hit, as in Ooh. computers, smartphones, sure. all of this sort of stuff, it's escalated or accelerated mm-hmm. that devolution of our communication skills. Yeah. Because one of the things that frustrates me is you've obviously heard of the term a grammar Nazi. Yes. <clears throat> I'm not a full-on one. Okay. However, if people can't tell the difference between there and there mm. and there, I get – it's just really – it's yeah, just okay. basic okay. grammar. It like is, an, another one that gets me and the wife's always like, why does this one upset you, is when they're using American spelling in Australia. Ooh, like okay. I've seen this on sh- on buildings where they go centre C E N T R E. Well, that is the centre. Oh, so E R. Yeah, yeah, the other way. E-R. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, or 
I mean, it's like, okay, we're also, when we were raised and we were, we were watching Sesame Street and we'd say Z, yeah, right? exactly. Okay, and I mean, I remember my mum would always push very hard on that. No, it's said in this country, you know? So, okay, no worries, I'll go with that. Yeah, um, so it's it's those little things yes, but they that creep up on slowly you, sure. boil the frog. Mm, yeah. And we just don't realise. So now kids are at the point where, and I remember a while ago I read this, where kids at school, mm. they have to give them motor skill classes. Because they're not going out and playing on playgrounds no, like we used to, on, so they're on. not developing fine motor skills. Are from you climbing kidding to, me? No, I've, I've heard oh of this my one. God. Because the kids aren't developing their fine motor skills right. from climbing trees and yep. swinging on things and everything. They're just mm. sitting down on their phones. So they're not developing these fine wow. motor skills. Oh, wow. Gee, well, it says the Olympics is going to be pretty dull in a few years. Yeah, yeah <laughs> true. Unbelievable. I didn't know that. I really didn't. I'm completely shocked because yeah. it's such an important thing because it's not just okay the motor skills it's also teaching kids consequences all yep. of that risk management okay yep. it gives us initiative all of these things by going and climbing a tree or whatever it is yep. um, and I think I mean I often joke about you know Generation X is, is the last it's the last great generation as far as I'm concerned because Gen X is is half analog, half digital. We we got a bit of both, Absolutely. right? Okay, so we remember that. And I, you know, I, I jumped my frustration BMX. of dial up. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and that noise. But I mean, you know, like I used, to, you, you would jump your BMX over things, okay, and you'd keep jumping bigger things until you couldn't. Okay, then to gravity land it. Yes, gravity took over. Mm. But you learnt consequences, and you yes. learnt, yeah, you risk as I say management, and all of that. It's something that kids just don't know now. You know, it's. Living yeah. in a computer game, not in reality. Yeah, and th and this is also what's also impacting relationships. Of course. Because kids aren't allowed to be kids, mm -hmm. so using this uh, transactional analysis, sure. their child isn't allowed to develop. Yeah, okay. All right, so yeah. it gets suppressed. They've got to sit still. They've got to be medicated because they've got ADHD, <sighs> you know, when they're just energetic kids. Sure. Yeah. All of this stuff. That child isn't allowed to develop a child mm. so by the time they become in an adult body that child's still going i want to be heard yeah so yeah. these people who are now adults are like no 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 no. my kid still wants his time yep yeah so yep. they sort of delay becoming an adult proper adult sure for as long as they can because they just want to go out and have fun and party that makes sense. and so, so yeah and going back to what you said before about um just a quick one no absolutely they, they did a survey of millennial women Okay. All right. This, yeah. No, this is terrifying, this. <laughs> and millennial women agreed mm -hmm. that if a bloke came up and said, can I buy you a drink, mm -hmm. that would now constitute sexual harassment. Yes, I and know. Then, and then they wonder why blokes won't approach them. That's right. That exactly. It's so true. Why I smiled when you said that is because I was trying to choose which song to play next. Okay? Make it appropriate. And now I've definitely got the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with this. Oh, mate, get into this. It is The Offspring. She's got issues. It is Edge Radio Australia. All about relationships. Sometimes when I choose this music, I think maybe I'm a little jaded. I don't know. We had before The Offspring. She's got issues. And, uh, of course, Maneater. So, you know, nice combination. Why not? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I joke about it. Honestly, I think love is the greatest thing. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Love is the greatest thing. And when you've got someone in your life that you adore and it all works well, it is great. Um, so, and I and I actually want to give you a compliment, mate. I mean, the reality is this show is a great way of looking at the things that you do and do right and you do wrong. 
but you can shine a light on yourself and go, right, okay, if if I want to do better, you know, let's use the right tools. Mm, so Exactly. Mm. Yeah, and that's what I always keep coming back to. Absolutely. If you're not getting the result you would like to get, mm. find better tools. Yeah. Plain and simple. Put yeah. the hammer back in the toolbox. You've annoyed me on this, actually, because uh, every time I pick up a hammer now, I'm <laughs> trees. I'm getting in your <laughs> head. He's in yes. my head. Oh. All right, mate. <laughs> let's let's okay. get out of my head for a moment, and let's get into other people's. Okay. <laughs> so this other one, I've had a, a personal experience of this, and this is uh, couples that compete. Oh, right. All right. Okay. So there's always trying to be better than each other. If gotcha. you're out to dinner with them, one of them will make a comment, the other one's got to try and one-up them, and it's, it puts you in an uncomfortable position. Yep. And I had this situation, I think I may even have told this story. Yes, I did, about my friend where I got friend-zoned. You did, yes. Yeah, her parents, who, they were a nice enough couple. Right. She was one of these people that liked crafts, and every time yep. she brought one up and showed me, He'd come out and go, and here's mine. So he was always competing against uh, his one of wife those. too. Okay. And it was just like you should ease off because she's a lovely lady. Yeah, and you don't have to compete. I, look, I'm a competitive I person. I enjoy competing, but there's parts of life where no, 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 just take a chill pill, right? You know, just yeah, kick back. Yeah, yeah, and and ultimately you should only be competing against yourself anyway. Are you a better version today of the person you were yesterday? Oh, look at you, so deep. I know. <laughs> And, of course, the major problem with that is mm -hmm. it generally doesn't work out well. No, very true. You know, very true one of, Neither of you will back down and it just ends up imploding and it's never pleasant. Uh, and the final one is the disengaged couple. Okay. You've heard the old ships passing in the night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a song in that, isn't there? <laughs> it could very well be. could be. So, and again, this is where your three parts just don't engage at all. Okay. You know, you don't sit okay. down with the adults and plan anything long term. Right. And a lot of people, and this is one thing that amazes me with couples, mm -hmm. and they'll sit down and spend a whole year planning a wedding down to the nth degree, Yeah. yet they spend no time planning the relationship. So true. Amazes me. It now, I'm, I'm guilty of that in the past. Oh, really? Okay. Although with my wife, when I met her, my, my current wife, sure. is we sat down and we planned to a degree of certain things. And in my head, I had an idea of the path I wanted okay, to so take. So what sort of things are we talking about? What can you plan? Okay, so predominantly in my head, when I sat down and planned the relationship, mm. I knew the things that I had to deal with. Okay. I knew the things that would come up and yep. create problems, and they did. Okay. And I knew the things that my potential partner could bring in, who my wife embodies. Sure. And... So I had an idea of what was ahead, how to deal with it, how to benefit from it and make it work for us. Okay. So as those things have come up, I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, it's not always exactly how I was envisaged. Sure. I had a good idea of how it was going to go. Yeah, okay. And we regularly sit down and say, okay, well, we're going to do this, we're going to plan for that and, mm. you know, try and look long term. And again, this is more on my wife's side being the planner. excellent planner that yeah. she is. She'll sit down and go, okay, this is where we're at and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. How about it? What about if we go over here or there? And she'll weigh it up. and Okay. Because I, I think as blokes, okay, we like to sit back and let the planning be done by someone else. In a lot, most blokes. I, I mean, I've, I've done it myself. Yeah. 
and as I've mentioned before, I'm not naturally good at it. Okay. So okay. I can do it and occasionally it's like, a, oh, forgot to pay that bill. <laughs> so I'm not the best of planners. Okay. Gotcha. She's so, a lot better, so I'm happier okay. to defer to her I'm, skill. What about in your social life side of things? Because most blokes, again, this is my experience, just tend to you know, go along with whatever you, you, your wife, your partner, whatever she wants. You're kind of like, oh, don't go, you know. Well, I used to struggle. Right. Uh, before I put a lot of effort into discovering myself. Okay. So now I'm a lot more comfortable with social interactions. My friendships are better nowadays because I'm more honest, I'm more present and all of this sort of thing. Okay. Um, in regard to catching up people, again, that comes down to my wife because she's very good at, oh, I haven't spoken to them for two weeks. Gotcha. So I get caught up in doing the things that I love doing, like my coaching. Uh, yep. And so I sort of get distracted. And then after a while, she's like, oh, you haven't spoken to your dad for four weeks. So I'll, oh, yeah, I better yeah, give him a call. Better get onto that. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's really good like that. And I really value that in her. Okay. Now, that and that's a great, again, you, you're just, you're using your particular skills and you're making a team. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And I want to circle back as well sure. to something you touched on. You were saying about love being a, a wonderful thing, I a pure so. thing. What amazes me is the amount of people that use the term unconditional love without understanding exactly what unconditional yeah, 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 means. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of conditions. Yeah, exactly. This, this is like the Apple terms and conditions. Come on, right? Exactly. You're going to sign it anyway, but you know there's some bad shit in there. Come on. <laughs> just tick it. Just tick it. <laughs> exactly. And you have a lot of people who go, oh, yeah, I love my wife unconditionally or my husband unconditionally. It's just a shame that they, well, now it's conditional, isn't <laughs> exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. You know, and I've, I've said to my wife, you know, because occasionally she'll, she'll sit there and feel bad because, you know, she's been teasing me, which it's never malicious mm. and I don't mind it. I, keeps I, life interesting. I like that. I think it's, you know, it's a bit of... Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. She's good at it. Yeah. And every now and then she'll go, oh, God, I'm horrible to you. I'm like, no, I don't want you to change. I love you the way you are, even your annoying parts. Oh, even the annoying parts. Even the oh, annoying okay. parts. Well done. As she says, life would be boring without me. And she's right. I don't want to admit it, but yeah. she's right. It would be boring. So it, it does make life interesting. Both our children come out. Yeah. You know, so we have fun in each other's company. I laugh more with her than I have with anyone. So yeah, with or at, I'm not sure, but I can't. Yeah, the medication's helping. <laughs> and so so it, it is important we regularly mm. allow our child out to have fun. We regularly sit down and do the daily planning sure. thing and we sit down as adults and do the long term planning. Okay. So we allow each of our three parts to come out. Now I haven't always had that in the past, right? Until I, I learnt this one and went, yeah. Oh, okay, I can see where I'm a bit out of balance. The good thing about all of this is you can patchwork quilt it, right? Like, okay, you can go, okay, with the, with some of these concepts you're bringing forward, you know, this will work for me and that will work for exactly. me. Exactly. I don't think, you know, I don't think there's a book you can pick up and read and just learn from that. I think, you know, and, and just follow that. It's, you know, you're not playing snakes and ladders here. You are actually, you know, it's a relationship, right? Yep. So, and we're all individual. We're all very different. So grab a bit from every book and every bit of advice and... Find what fits. Well, the best bit of advice I can give is this, mm -hmm. all right? There's a thing called the four levels of knowing. Okay. You heard this one before? No, I don't believe okay. so. Okay. So the first level is what I, they clearly call... Clearly not that knowing. I don't know that one. Right. <laughs> I don't know the Done. knowing, yeah. <laughs> so the first level is the unconscious incompetence. You don't know that you don't know. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. Well, all right. Yep. So a lot of us, and I'll refer to myself... Back then, there was a lot of stuff I didn't know that I needed to know to sure. make a relationship to work. Yep. And then I would come across a book that would give me some information like this, mm -hmm. and I now become conscious 
of my incompetence. So I now know that I don't know. Okay. All right. Works for me. Now, the hardest one Mm -hmm. is the conscious competence. In other words, using it enough so that it starts to become ingrained, it starts to become natural like manners. Okay. You know, you don't have to think about it, it just happens. Yeah. And then eventually you get to the level of unconscious competence, which means you do it without even thinking. Okay. All right. So this sort of thing, you have to, when you have an interaction with your partner or a friend or sure. anyone, it's a, okay, at the moment they're in their child because they don't want to take responsibility. Yeah. They want to blame. Okay. How am I going to deal with that? I have to step into my parent. Okay. But so I, it's I like the, the, the fact that you can step back and recognize that somebody else is going through that, right? Because it puts you yeah. in a better position to know how to deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then you pull out one of the tools of how to deal with something, get people to take responsibility, et cetera. Sure. And then you get that better result and you keep using all of those tools until you don't have to think about it anymore. Yep. Then you go and learn another tool. So you're filling out your toolbox, you're getting better at dealing with situations mm-hmm. and ultimately you're understanding yourself and other people better. Right. Okay. Okay. There's a strange analogy in all of this and just in my natural in my real life out there in the in the world, my toolbox, one of the drawers fell out. Um, and I think it's a great metaphor for what's going on here or similarly or whatever the hell it is. The yeah. fact is, yeah, it's um, it's so true though. I mean, if you, when you don't know these these particular things, you're not looking out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, of course you're not. You're running around like a, a boat without a rudder. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And so that was the wonderful thing is when I come across some of this information, mm-hmm. I'll go, wow, this is really cool and I'll try it out. And if it gets the result that I want for my wife and myself and I go, well, that's helped us, sure. I then go and teach it to people and I say to them, try it and if it works for you, keep using it. Yeah. If it doesn't happen to work for you like it has for me, you feel free to find another tool. Yeah, that makes sense. And ultimately right? you end up with a, tool, a toolbox that's full of tools that, Fit every occasion. That suit your needs. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. So then you can get the result you actually want instead of the result you get by default. All right, mate. Well, I think we need to uh, call tonight a night. What do you think? Well, you're burnt out, are you? Oh, I'm exhausted, mate. I tell you what's just, <laughs> You're looking uh, a bit sweaty all there. The, all these emotions and stuff. I mean, it's just, actually, it's been a big day for me. I, honestly, it has. Had uh, Gwenda on earlier, um, and we did um, soul therapy. Mm-hmm. And, um, Good show. Um, oh, totally became a therapy session. So there you go. So, yeah, big day for me. And uh, I, But no, I... Um, I take a lot from what you bring, and I really appreciate it. And I, when I talk to other people too, we're getting some fantastic feedback, mate. So yeah, really enjoy the show, and it's great that we're actually uh, be able to well help people. Simple as that. Yeah, and the good thing is, and this is there's a saying of you teach best what you most need to learn. Spot on. So the good thing is, me going through all this reminds me again. So I'm coaching myself at the same <laughs> exactly. time. So it's a win-win. Two for one deal, mate. Nice. All right. Well, okay, time for, as I say, to end the show, but we're going to end in a sexy mode. Okay, why not? Ooh, We've been all over the place here, so I thought, oh, a bit of Isaac Hayes. What do you think, man? <gasps> again? Oh, why not? Oh. It's just, it's such a cool song. What a voice. Mate, absolute pleasure. And of course, Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. We will have the replay next Sunday for you. And uh, in the meantime, get your questions in, send them via uh, the old uh, Facebook page, wherever you like, and we'll be happy to get onto that. Have a wonderful night.